Hey, howdy, hey. Welcome to the Texans Take. All right, so where did we leave off? Uh-huh, okay, pretty sure that we left off in... Chapter 13, 11. I don't think we started in 11. I think we actually started, uh, we finished, I don't think we finished on 11. I think we finished on 17. But I'm going to start at 11. We passed. So, um, earlier in this chapter, uh, the firstborn was consecrated. We had the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Uh, This is the law of the firstborn. Yeah, I do remember we read this last time. Uh, but it's good again. And it shall be when the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, as he swore to you and your fathers and gives it to you, that you shall set apart to the Lord all that open the womb, that is every firstborn that comes from the animal which you have. The males shall be the Lord's, but every firstborn of a donkey you shall redeem with the lamb. And if you will not redeem it, then you shall break its neck. And all the firstborn of men, of man among your sons you shall redeem. So it shall be... When, you, when your son asks you in time to come, saying, What is this? That you shall say to him, By strength of the hand of the Lord brought up, by strength of hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. And it came to pass, when Pharaoh was stubborn about letting us go, that the Lord killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both of the firstborn of man and the firstborn of beast. Therefore, I sacrifice to the Lord all males that open the womb. But all the firstborn of my sons I redeem. It shall be as a sign on your head, on your hand, and as frontlets between your eyes. For by strength of hand the Lord brought us out of Egypt. So, then it came to pass, when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, lest perhaps the people change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. Wow, that's really interesting. Uh, it's like, no, don't go back. Yeah, so he's, you know, he knows how fickle the uh, Israelites is. R. R. Is M. R. Uh, and so as he's leading them out, he's like, you know what? We'll lead them away other than by the Philistines because I'm worried that they're going to see the Philistines over there fighting and be like, hey, back to Egypt. Yeah. My safe space. Yeah, my safe space. Um, yeah, I've got this great and all-powerful God that's guiding me around, and he literally promised me everything, and he's been fulfilling his promises every single time, so he has undoubtedly you know, got my best intentions at heart, and he definitely will get me exactly where he told me that he will get me, but I'm still worried that the Philistines are scary and uh, more powerful than God, I guess, and I'm worried that God won't protect me, and yeah. And so God's like, yeah, I know that they're thinking like that. So we'll go someplace other than by the Philistines. A little more interesting where they're going to end up going. But Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. So God led the people around by way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. And at the same time, God's thinking here, I'm going to do more wonders. <laughs> it's going to be good. You know? Um, 
And God said, it's like, shouldn't we do this? What are yes, we going to do next? Ooh. <laughs> uh, I see. Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty bad. Yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, not your best work. What are we doing next? I see what you're doing there. Yeah, yeah the Red Sea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No. 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 Moving on. Uh, so God led the people around by way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. And the children of Israel went up in orderly ranks out of the land of Egypt. And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had placed the children of Israel under solemn oath, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones from here with you. So they took their journey from Succoth and camped at Etham, Etham, at the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light. So as to go by day and night, he did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire by night from the four of the people. Um, kind of think we might have actually read all of that because uh, it's chapter 14 now. But anyway, uh, all good stuff. Um, yeah, let's keep on going. By the way, you know how cool it would be to be like walking around in the wilderness day and night and have be following a giant cloud by day? And be following a pillar of fire by night. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be definitely interesting. That'd be really, like, like, you know, he's all powerful. Yeah. Um, and I wonder what that would have looked like. I know, right? The cloud. Suppose I can wrap your head around that one. Pillar of fire. That's cool. I don't know. Very uh, Stargate-ish. I guess. <laughs> anyway, the Red Sea crossing, ladies and gentlemen, we come to you with the duck with the duck commander Faith in Family you, Bible. We come to you with the duck with the duck. Uh, New King James version. Wink. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was trying to break your concentration. You did a very good job. Uh, my concentration, my concentration is very broken. Now, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel that they turn and camp before Pi Hirioth. Ooh, I want Pi. Ha Ha Iroth. Hiroth? Anyway, Pi Haroth. Between Migdal and the sea, opposite Baal uh, Zephon. You shall camp before it by the sea. For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are bewildered by the land. The wilderness has closed them in. Then I will harden Pharaoh's heart so that he will pursue them, and I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his honor, his army, that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. That was told the king of Egypt that the people had fled, and the heart of Pharaoh and his servants was turned against the people, and they said, why have we done this, that we have let Israel go from serving us? So he made ready his chariot and took his people with him. Also he took six hundred choice chariots and all the chariots of Egypt with captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And he pursued the children of Israel, and the children of Israel went out with, bold, with boldness. So the Egyptians pursued them, all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen and his army, and overtook them camping by the sea beside uh, Pi-Herioth, before Baal-Zephon. 
These names, though. Piharioth before Baal-Savon, Ziphon. Anyway. And when Pharaoh drew, drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. <laughs> so they were very afraid, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, Because there was no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you dealt with us to bring us out of Egypt? Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians, that we should die in the wilderness, than that we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians, who you see today, you shall see again no more forever. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. Man. Mic drop. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, uh, those Israelites, though, I tell you. Sometimes they just grate on the nerves. They really do. They really do. I mean, you can see Moses just kind of like probably scoffing at them. Yeah. You know, which people usually generally, you know, when somebody is upset at something and you start laughing or scoffing at them, generally it's like, dude, that's rude. But in this case, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'd be scoffing and laughing at them too. Yeah. Like seriously, <laughs> okay, do not be afraid. See the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. The Egyptians, who you see today, you shall see no more forever. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. And I, does that mean you shall hold your peace as in, like, you know, you shall be peaceful? Or is he saying, you know, shut up? Right. <laughs> I'm not sure which one. It's like, you, sir, shall be quiet. <laughs> Hush. Make no more sounds yeah, from the stop. mouth. Before God strikes you with lightning. Man. Um, and the Lord said to Moses, <laughs> Why do you cry for me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward, but lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the and the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking at this point, like Moses, he's kind of probably in the habit now after 10 times of God just telling him, you know, lift your rod, do this. And, you know, um, he's probably evil like bugs that. are coming, more evil bugs, plagues, you know, grab this, you know, uh, um, uh, what is it? Dust or oh, he'll grab this ash and right. throw it in the air. Uh, make darkness, you know, uh, raise your rod and do this. And Moses, at this point, he's probably just like, just do what God says. You know, things happen. Things happen. It's going to be interesting, if nothing else. And at this point, he's like, dude, like, yeah, there's a river in the way. Yeah, about that river. Raise your rod and just walk on through. And Moses, I'm sure he's just kind of like, uh, okay, uh, okay. You know, it's kind of like, you know, put a blindfold on and just like blindly walk where God tells you to because at this point he's kind of got the message, just do exactly what God says and you'll be okay. You know, put on your blinders and just do it. You know, don't worry about it. Don't think about the Egyptians. Just kind of raise your rod and do your thing. 
stretch out your hand. And so, <clears throat> like me, I'd be kind of like, raise my rod and walk through the Red Sea. He's like, yeah, it'll be dry. Like, like huh? how? Yeah, what's, you know, what, am I walking through it or on it? Or over it? Am I gliding over it? What's what's going on here? And Moses is just kind of like, I don't know what God's going to do, but just like just like walk, like raise the right. rod, walk, you know, and stuff will happen. Probably pretty cool, you right? Know? And uh, so anyway, um, and I indeed will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. So I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army, his chariots, and his horsemen. Then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. When I have gained honor for myself over Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if Moses put two and two together. You know, saying, And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. And Moses, I mean, he's, you know, what's he thinking? Is he like, you know... So the Egyptians are going to follow us. Are they going to be dry too? <laughs> you know, I can see you think like, oh, 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 okay. Wow. All right. Let's go, guys. You know, <laughs> it's like this could get bad. Yeah. I feel like. Um, uh, well, you know, they found hundreds and hundreds of chariots at the bottom of the Red Sea right there. Yeah. Wonder if, why. <laughs> yeah. They're, they did a, they did a, a, a dive many years ago and they took pictures of it there's hundreds of them hundreds and hundreds of chariots nope. just on the bottom of the ocean like chilling in a straight line there used to be <laughs> Egyptians in those chariots yeah I'm sure at this point the fishies had just eaten up the bones oh yeah I'm sure there's <sighs> anyway. fish have a way of doing that Wet Egyptians. Very wet Egyptians. Yeah. They're not breathing very well anymore. <laughs> nope. Nope. They, they have not drank have their fill. Oh, boy. Oops, where was I? Ah, yes. And I indeed will harden the hearts of but uh, gain honor over Pharaoh and over his army, his chariots, horsemen. Uh, they'll know that I am the Lord and gain honor for myself over Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. And the angel of God who went before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud went from before them and stood behind them. So it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. Thus it was a cloud and darkness to the one, and it gave light by night to the other, so that the one did not come near the other all that night. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea into dry land. And the waters were divided. So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground, and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. And the Egyptians pursued and went after them into the midst of the sea, all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. 
Now it came to pass in the morning, uh, in the morning watch, that the Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of the fire and cloud. And he troubled the army of the Egyptians. And he took off their chariot wheels, so that they drove them with difficulty. And the Egyptians said, Let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, that the waters may come back upon the Egyptians, on their chariots, and on their horsemen. <laughs> and Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and when the morning appeared, the sea turned to its full depth, returned to its full depth, while the Egyptians were fleeing into it. So the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Then the waters returned and covered the chariots, the horsemen, and all the army of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. Not so much as one of them remained. But the children of Israel had walked on dry land in the midst of the sea, and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. So the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand that of the Egyptians. That'd be an interesting thought. Oh, yeah. you know, you're just like going up, touching the water. Yeah, that'd be weird. Walking down. That's exactly what I'd be doing, just like, you know. Yeah, you and me both. Be yeah. like, shark comes up to the edge. It's like, oh, oh, no, you stay there. <laughs> I'd be thinking things like if, if I poke the water here, will it, you know, will it start? <laughs> will you fall out? Kind of like, you know, uh, uh, you've been camping. You're under an awning. It's raining. And you touch one little point and water yeah. starts dripping through there. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'd I pull that on a lot of people. I, you know, it'd be raining and somebody would be standing there. I'd sneak up behind them and touch the canvas above them and then leave. And it'd start dripping on them. <laughs> it's a mean thing to do. So but anyway, uh, So the Lord <clears throat> saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Thus Israel saw the great work with the Lord, which the Lord had done in Egypt. So the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. Wow. So as if got, he didn't have opportunities to believe. You've got before these this. Israelites moseying across the Red Sea. You've got the Egyptians and their chariots and the armies behind them. Emphasis on chariots, because Pharaoh's like, dude. We got to get in the fast, you know. Uh, we got to get in the fast lane so we can catch these Israelites and make them come back. Um, but God made sure to use His cloud, right? Right. To keep a distance between Egypt and the Israelites. And as they're running through the Red Sea. The Israelites, I mean, the Egyptians are getting closer, right? They're, like, getting probably really close. Yeah. As one would in a chariot. Right. Pretty fast. Faster than on foot. And then the Lord just pulled the, wheel, the wheels out from under them. Literally. Literally. Which, if you think about it... I mean, he flushed them. If you're <laughs> in a chariot... And you can kind of see that the winds are stopping and, like, stuff's, you know, all this um, miracle stuff is kind of slowing down. You might be like, uh, maybe I'm going to turn around and go back. Yeah. Or yeah. keep going. Not good, guys. Yeah. Not good. Like, you know, we need to we we haul it. We need to move. And we're in chariots, so we can move pretty fast. Right. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to slow you guys down, actually. 
Uh, and so now they're on foot. You got all the Egyptians on foot, and so now they're running at the same speed as the Israelites. And so these Israelites get off onto dry land. The Egyptians are still kind of stuck <clears> in the <throat> middle. Their right. chariots don't work, and they're just running around. Uh, you know, and then God's like, "Well, they've had enough time. Flushed away. Yeah, yeah. A couple less Egyptians. All drains lead to the ocean." That's right. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> a little Finding Nemo for you. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, wow, wow. Just like God has had it with these Egyptian people. Yeah, He's giving them what they have probably dished out. Really. Uh-huh. He's just providing. He's just providing the avenue for their own destruction. Yeah, and showing his wonders through. Because they could have just let him go. They would have never been destroyed. They would have been fine. People yeah. would have gone home to their families. But no, no, they had to. They had to have the last word. Follow him yeah. in, and that's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the next chapter, fifteen, is called the. It's not called, but. Um, it's got your little bulletin. It's got there. little bulletin thing here. Uh, they call it the Song of Moses. And so, you know, when something amazing like that happens, and you, you write a pe- song, and you have people like my brother William in your group. Oh my gosh! You know, people are going to start singing. Yeah. You know, and um, uh, so that's the next chapter. But I think yeah, right let's now go ahead and take a break. Go ahead and take a break. And we'll be right back. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Right. We are back. So, the song of Moses. Moses. Yeah. So whenever I think songs and Moses, I always remember... uh, 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 Singing in the Rain. You ever watch that? No, only I have. What? Wow. It's musical. That's why I haven't watched it. <laughs> Probably. Don't do musicals. It's a good one, though. Most of it's... Some of it's really weird. Singing in the Rain? But um, most of the musical numbers in it are actually really good. I think the first, last, and only musical I have ever truly enjoyed, set through, thought it was good, was The Sound of Music. Beyond that, you if I find out it's a musical, I probably would just like find a way to not be to there. not watch it. I don't really like yeah. watching musicals either. But the ones that I've been forced to watch, I have favorites among them. See, I, I, I get out of that category of for being forced yeah, to watch. Yeah. Well I, I all of a sudden have to be somewhere. <laughs> uh, we had the uh, cousins over and we were watching a Bollywood film okay. called Rabni Banadi Jodi. And I was kind of like, well, A, I've never seen Bollywood before. B, did you mean Hollywood? No, Bollywood. Oh, okay. Shoot. All right. What's Bollywood? It's Indian Hollywood. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. So we're watching the movie, and the guy randomly starts breaking out in song, and I'm like, uh... And my aunt's like, oh, yeah, by the way, it's a musical. I'm like... I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. But it's now one of my favorite movies. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. That, uh, but anyway. I'll, I'll let you have it. You Moses can... supposes his toes are roses 
as Moses supposes erroneously. Moses he knows as his toes aren't roses, as Moses supposes as Moses he knows as his toes to be. And that is the beginning of. How many times of, did you say that before coming over here? Huh? How many times did you say that before coming over here? I mean, like in the last 15, 20 years. Oh. Yeah. You didn't like practice it earlier before no. you came in. Moses supposes his toes are roses. Moses supposes erroneously. Moses, that. he knows this. his toes aren't roses. As Moses, he knows this. his toes to be. Yeah, it's uh, one of the musical numbers in Simon. I, yeah, right? I know. I'm sure you pick up on yeah, that. Yeah, I actually did. It's uh, uh, probably one of my favorite tap dancing uh, routines. I can by, see it being a tap. Um, yeah. um, what's his name? Grace, not Grace Kelly. Um, Kelly, Gene Kelly, mm. and uh, what's his name? Donald. Uh, maybe it's something Donald. <clears throat> Donald O'Connor, that's it. Donald O'Connor and uh, Gene Kelly. And uh, that's a fun one. It really is. Anyway, that's what I think of with Song of Moses. Okay. Moses, he knows this is so sorry. It's in Then Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord and spoke, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I shall praise him. The Father's God, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his armies he has cast into the sea. His chosen captains were also drowned into the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank to the bottom like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed the enemy in pieces. And in the greatness of your excellence, you have overthrown those who rose against you. You sent forth your wrath. It consumed them like stubble. And with the blast of your nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The floods stood upright like a heap. The depths congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I shall pursue. I will overtake. I will divide the spoil. My desire shall be satisfied on them. I will draw my sword. My hand shall destroy them. You blew with your wind. The sea covered them. They sank like the lead in the mighty. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious and in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? You, are, you stretched out your right hand. The earth swallowed them. You in your mercy have led forth the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them in your strength to your holy habitation. The people will hear and be afraid. Sorrow will take hold of the inhabitants of Philistia. Then the chiefs of Edom will be dismayed. The mighty men of Moab, trembling, will take hold of them. All the inhabitants of Canaan will melt away. Fear and dread will fall on them. By the greatness of your arm, they will be as still as a stone. Till your people pass over, O Lord. Till the people pass over whom you have purchased. You will bring them in and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance. In the place, O Lord, which you have made for your own dwelling. The sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands have established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. For the horses of Pharaoh went with his chariots and his horsemen into the sea. And the Lord brought back the waters of the sea upon them. But the children of Israel went on dry land in the midst of the sea. 
Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. The son of Miriam. Then Miriam the prophetess. This did turn into a musical. Yeah. <clears throat> the sister of Aaron took the timbrel in her hand, and all the women went out with her, with timbrels and with dances, and Miriam answered them. Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. So Moses, so Moses, and that was it. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea. Then they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. Now, when they came to Marah, they could not drink the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. And I think Marah literally means bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Marah. There you go. And the people complained against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? So he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showered him up, uh, showered him. And the Lord showed him a tree. When he cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made a statute and an ordinance for them. There he tested them and said, If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you, which I have brought on the Egyptians. <laughs> Thank you. Please don't ever do that, please. For I am the Lord who heals you. When they came to Elim, there were 12 wells of water, 70 palm trees. So they camped there by the waters. Wow, an oasis. 70 palm trees in Florida. They, had, they went to Florida. They went to Florida, yeah. That's not, that's not necessarily what I would call the promised land. <laughs> well, it was the promised land. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the rich people moved in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The only time I go to Florida is, is indeed for the beaches. Been to Panama City Beach and... Uh, uh, Santa Rosa. I've wanted, wanted to go to Daytona. I've never been to Florida at all, actually. Really? No, never been. Wow. Well, I highly recommend uh, Santa Rosa, which is right beside Destin, which is an island off of, you know, Florida. And uh, Destin is an island? Yeah, it is. I, I didn't actually know it was an island. Yeah. I thought it was part of a peninsula. Nope, nope. It's it's isolated. It is it is not connected at all. Yep, yep. making it an island. Yep. Um, it took many bridges over waters to get there. Did it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. See, so you, you you I have problems with that right there. What? Going going on a long bridge over water like that? Oh, really? What, yeah, what I'm, problems I'm do you not, have? I'm not man? a fan of it. I I, really? I don't. Yeah, I, I love I don't, it. I, I don't trust it. engineers that much. Let's oh, put really? it that way. Wow, okay. <laughs> don't no, ever fly no, much, do you? No offense. Do I? Don't fly much, do you? Uh, no, only when I have to, <laughs> usually for weddings and funerals. Uh, uh, I do enjoy flying, but I also know that I well, will die quickly. Ten million people driving into and out of Santa Rosa. Can't be wrong. Oh, they can. <laughs> There's a lot of people driving in and out of hell, too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, here you go. Wait a minute. Did I just lie through my teeth? 
I think he did. I think I did, actually. There are little islands out there, but yeah, no, actually. It looks like Destin. There's bits of Destin that are islandy. Uh, but it looks like it does actually connect straight to the mainland. Yeah, I thought it was a peninsula. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is peninsular. There's little islands off of it. There's islands somewhere in this world. I'm trying to be right here. I don't think I'm doing a good job. No. Nope. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, Destin is nice. Wonderful beaches. Panama City is nice. Destin beaches are technically better, so I hear. But when I went to Destin, um, a storm had just come through, and so we couldn't get it in the water. And the water was not beautifully crystal clear like everybody promised it would be because of the ripping tides. And nasty water comes in, and good water is not there. And if we had stayed there for about a week longer... It's, it's always like that in the, in the Bay areas when, it, when, when, when the storms happen... Nothing good. It's just like all the beauty vanishes right there in that one section. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Enough of beaches and palm trees. Uh, so, yeah. They, um... Mm -hmm. They're in a little oasis away from the Egyptians. Kind of interesting. There God made a statute and an ordinance for them, and he tested them, and he said, If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God, and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments, and keep all of his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians. That's kind of like saying, you remember all my wonders? Yeah, you remember those wonders that I did to the yeah. Egyptians? You don't want that to happen to you, yeah. do you? <laughs> oh, I'd be like... Boy. You want to okay. talk about a bargaining chip, right? Wow, right. You know, and they're not that great at understanding that. Yeah, they they don't. Poor poor Israelites. Yeah, they struggle with this throughout the entire. It's kind of like it's kind of like when um, you know, when you were really little, and you weren't doing anything wrong, uh, but your brother or your sister or whoever was doing something wrong. Right. And they get spanked for it pretty bad. And you're just sitting there watching, just kind of like, ee, ah, ee, ah, you know. And then your parent comes by and is like, you know, remember what I did to your, your sibling yeah, over there? And you're kind of like, ha, ha, I'll be perfect, I'll be great, I'll yeah. be all, all, this, all of a sudden, you're just like, you've never done anything wrong. Would you like me to help you carry the groceries? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm doing the dishes, cleaning the floor. Nobody told me to. See what I'm doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, it's yeah. a permanent example, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which the Israelites um, follow every once in a while. Uh, Emphasis on once in a while. Yeah. Bread from heaven. 16. Moving right along. And they journeyed from Elim. Elim. Yeah. That's where all the... That's where all the, uh, uh, you know, the coconuts and stuff were in the palm trees. Right, right. Coconuts, you know, right. palm trees. Right. You know, anyway. Palm greens. Palm trees, you know. <laughs> they, were, they were on a limb. Yeah. You know? uh, oh. <laughs> oh. 
bad. I don't think coconuts grow in palm trees. They don't. <laughs> I think they grow in coconuts. <laughs> I can't see. And I'm the one reading. I can't even speak. But I wasn't going to correct you because it was actually pretty good where you were going with yeah, that. But yeah, no. yeah. Um, Croconuts. Croconuts? I said croconuts. Just just read. Don't don't I worry. Need to just read. I need don't to worry just about read. speaking. Just read. Yep, yep. And they journeyed from Elim and all the congregation of the children of Israel. Did they fall off? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> came to the wilderness of sin. <laughs> Why does that sound like an analogy? That's capital S. So this place is called Sin. And it's the wilderness of sin. Wilderness is capitalized too. The congregation of the children of Israel came to the wilderness of sin. Like, you know, like, like into the woods, you know, came into the hood, into the wilderness of sin, into the Sahara Desert. See what I'm saying? It's interesting. Is it an analogy? I don't know. But anyway, uh, came to the wilderness of sin, sin is... which is between Elim and Sinai. 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 One of those two. So that's why I think it's called the Wilderness of Sin because it is actually at the base of Mount Sinai. Interesting. So Sinai? Yeah. It does not refer to the sinfulness, but comes from the Hebrew word sin with a T in front of T-S-I-N. <laughs> Sin. 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 The Hebrew name for the region, which is where Mount Sinai is. Interesting. So is it actually Sinai? Yeah, it's it's Sinai. S-I-N-A-I. So Sin but is short for Sinai? The, well, yeah. So it should be it's Sin? It's just like the base. So is the it the wilderness of Sin? That's probably what it is. This, it says it's not referring to Sin. It just sounds like an analogy here. And the Israelites came to the wilderness of sin, you know, it's like, <laughs> where they first start wandering from God. Okay, you so know? you, so this is what happened. You, you're walking up, you know, uh, you know, looking for for bear tracks and such, and you get up to the the trailhead there, and it just has a big sign that says "Wilderness of Sin." <laughs> just like enter at your own. Yeah, trail. I'm like, I'm like, this is either the start of a Jumanji game I do not want to be a part of, <laughs> or I have literally just entered some sort of D and D like prime world here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, that we're, cannot we're, go anywhere good. Right, right. It must be like you know uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, yeah. the wilderness of sin. It's like everybody else reading that right. I am reading that right. <laughs> yeah, I'm right, it right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like I have a confession. I need to confess. You know, something that I've done. I have wandered into the wilderness of sin. Oh. <laughs> 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 anyway, if uh, I ever, if I ever like buy a house that's on like the top of a hill or something, <laughs> the, the, the driveway sin. is gonna say <laughs> the wilderness of sin as you're going up the driveway, and then when you get to the top of, of the driveway, it's gonna say Mount Sinai. <laughs> I will do that. I will make that a thing. Yeah. 
I just need to like build my house higher than the driveway. Than the driveway. <laughs> uh, What's sad is I actually would do that. <laughs> Everybody's like, "That's so corny." I'm like, "I know." Yeah, but I, know, I, but... I would do it. Okay, so the amount of questions you would get from the mail drivers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what goes on in your wilderness of sin? <laughs> well, in here uh, we have liars, uh, we have cheaters, we have, uh, you know, uh, uh, you think all cussers, the, you know. What you think all the tombstones were for? Right, right. <laughs> Got a special today on, anyway. A special. Uh... Moving on. So, we meet our heroes in the Wilderness of Sin, which is between Elim and Sinai. So, it probably should be saying the Wilderness of Sin. Yeah, whatever. Sin sounds funnier. Uh, on the 15th day of the second month, after they departed from the land of Egypt. Then the whole congregation of the children of Israel complained about Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. See, it is the Wilderness of Sin. You know? It's sign. You know, gotta say sign. You gotta say sign. But as soon as they get into the wilderness of sin, where do they start? Well, they, I know, I know. It is interesting how it can easily be used as an <laughs> I know, analogy. I know, I know. I'm sure that there's nothing there, but it is funny anyway. My little brain is just like grasping onto it with both hands, you know. It's like, no, we must keep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My so, precious. And the children of Israel said to them, Oh, that we had died in the land of... Uh, oh, yeah, mess <clears throat> that one up. Oh, that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt when we sat by the pots of meat and when we ate bread to the full. For you have brought us into this wilderness to kill us, this whole assembly, with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, <laughs> Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain quota every day that I may test them whether they will walk by in my law or not. And it shall be on the sixth day that they shall prepare what they bring in. And it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. Wouldn't that be really cool? You know, just kind of walking out in the wilderness and get hit by a loaf of bread falling from the sky, you know? That would be horrible. <laughs> be like, target, target. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all right, all right. Fire it! Yeah. <laughs> Release the bread. Um. Uh, yeah. Wow. Those Israelites, though. Was was it eleven loaf? <laughs> <laughs> was it eleven to bread? Yeah. <laughs> that passed over. <laughs> yeah, it's eleven. Oh. Uh, and the Israelites are down there. Wow. Gee, thanks, God. Could we have some rye? Uh. I want some pumpernickel, huh? You know? Pumpernickel. <laughs> this time of year. What when about just you, pumpkin? When are you going to rain butter for our bread? Yeah, anyway. Careful um, what you asked for there. Yeah. Got hit by that a pound of butter. A mess and it would stink. Yeah, it would. After a while. Uh, let's see. Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven. Then Moses and Aaron said to all the children of Israel, at evening, you shall know that the Lord has brought you out of the land of Egypt. And in the morning, you shall see the glory of the Lord, for your for he hears your complaints against the Lord. 
But what are we that you complain against us? And Moses said, This shall be seen when the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening, and in the morning bread to the full. For the Lord hears your complaints for which you make against... Oh, oops, did I already... No, no, I guess not. Uh, Lord hears your complaints which you make against him. And what are we? Your complaints are not against us, but against the Lord. <laughs> so they're complaining to Aaron and Moses, you know. And they're like, guys, it's not us. Stop complaining to us. There's literally nothing that I can do. We're messengers right we're just messengers don't don't kill the messenger then moses spoke to aaron say to all the congregation of the israel uh, children of israel come near before the lord for he has heard your complaints now it came to pass as aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the children of israel that they looked towards the wilderness and behold the glory of the lord appeared in the cloud and the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, I have heard the complaints of the children of Israel. Speak to them, saying, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall be filled with bread. And you shall know that I am the Lord your God. So it was that quails came up at evening and covered the camp, and in the morning the dew lay, on the ground, uh, lay all around the camp. And when the layer of dew dried, there on the surface of the wilderness was a small round substance, as fine as frost on the ground. So when the children of Israel saw it, they said to one another, What is this? What is this? For they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, This is the bread which the Lord has given you to eat. This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. Let every man gather it according to each, to each one's need. One omer for each person, according to the number of persons. Let every man take for those who are in his tent. Then the children of Israel did so, and when they gathered, some more, some less. So when they measured it by uh, measured it by omers. I'm not sure what omers are. Want to look that one up? Yeah. Consult the oracle. O-M-E-R-S. Sounds like a British saying, homers. It was measured by omers. He who gathered much had nothing left over, and he who gathered little had no lack. Every man had gathered according to each one's need. And Moses said, Let no one leave any of it till morning. Notwithstanding, they did not heed Moses, but some of them left part of it until morning, and it bred worms and stank. Fail! And Moses was angry with them. Guys, I literally told you what to do, and you didn't. It's Fail. a uh, it's a Jewish dry measurement. It's a hmm. it's a unit of volume. Interesting. And Moses was angry, like a liter or a gallon. Or I'm getting there. I'm reading. Okay. Three or four more seconds. I'm getting to where it actually tells me. Okay. Okay. Hold okay. yourself together. And Moses was angry with them. Okay, so here it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I told you a couple more seconds, and you're just like, okay, let's just continue on. Uh, so according to the Jewish Encyclopedia of 1906, and so it's equivalent to a tenth. Yeah, it's equivalent to one-tenth of an ephah. ephah. An ephah is, has been defined as being 72 logs. A log was equal to a... Sumerian mina, this which, isn't was it, <laughs> which was itself defined as one-sixteenth of a maris, 
So the Omer was equal plus. <laughs> keep up. Keep going. So um, about 2.3 liters. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I could have kept going on and telling you how that was translated. Keep going. Keep going. That was funny. <laughs> so uh, Amaris, an Omer was equal to about 12 one-hundredths of Amaris. The Amaris was defined as being the quantity of water equal in weight to a royal, a light royal talent. And okay. was thus equal to about 30.3 litres, which is, I don't no, never mind. Making an omer equal to about 3.64 liters. The Jewish Study Bible of 2014, however, places the omer at about 2.3 liters. That's incredibly complicated. In traditional, it, we're not done. In, tra in traditional Jewish standards of measurement, the omer was equivalent to the capacity of 43.2 eggs, or what is also known as one tenth of an ephah. So. 43.2 eggs. It is the equivalent of a weight of 1.560 kilograms or 1.770 so, kilograms. Okay. So 432 eggs is one omer? It says the omer was equivalent to 42 or 43.2 eggs. But an omer is one tenth of. An ephah, yeah. So an ephah is 432 eggs. Right. 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 Exactly. We should start measuring things. Like this, this, dear Lord. I thought the English unit system was complicated. This, this is just rough. Got, it's got dense. Folks, that was three paragraphs. Yeah. Of what got down to 43 eggs. Yeah, 43 eggs. Ladies and gentlemen, on that note, we probably need to go yeah. ahead. We're, 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 we've run we've out of time. We've given you units of measurement. To, we'll to... get back to those efers and omers. And I mean, like, I'm an electrical engineer, right? So when I hear ohm, I think of, like, an ohm, you know, resistance uh, measurement. Oh, okay. You know? And so when I see omers, I feel like it's, you know, some, some, <laughs> some Cornwall guy, you know, some guy from Cornwall. Who's an electrical engineer and, you know, oh, yes, sir. We were out there measuring a bunch of resistors. There's about 43 <laughs> omers in there. <laughs> How many omers was that? Oh, about 10,000 omers it was. <laughs> anyway, on that note, adios, y'all, and uh, we'll catch, catch you next, next week. Time.